Ladies and gentlemen, people of Earth, welcome. It is Word of the Week podcast time. As always, it is your host, Mr. Von Joseph here. Thanks for tuning in today, you guys. If you happen to want to see a video version of these shows, we are going to start doing that next week. So you can always tune over to uh, www.v3tv.uk and the shows will, of course, be there. Um, we might put them up on joseph.com as well. Not quite sure just yet. Um, that's J-O-H-S-E-P-H.com. So tune in to both of those websites. And always, please uh, subscribe to the iTunes uh, podcast channel, or if you're into, what is it, Podbean, if you're on podbean.com, and that's where we put the, sh we put the shows up as well, um, you can follow us there, that way you'll get the updates, so when the shows go, um, they go live, you'll get them, uh, you can also, what, they can, all kinds of ways, you can hit us up with the newsletter, <laughs> uh, follow us on the website, and uh, you'll, you'll get the updates as well, um, yeah, so that will work, and you can, you can, you've got all kinds of options. We also are on Stitcher Radio, if you're on Stitcher. Um, you can follow the shows on TuneIn Radio. We're everywhere. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. Um, so the word of the week this week is Nazi. Wow, that's a heavy word, man. That's heavy. Fewer words spark such hatred fear, and, and in some cases, pride, unfortunately, uh, as the word Nazi does. So it was sitting around, and I was actually having a conversation with a friend of mine just yesterday, and it just so happens that he brought this up, and he, was, he likes to send me stuff about um, things he's found online and some of the craziest things that Hitler believed in about, you know, the, the world being hollow and uh, the world ice theory, you know, everything was made from ice and all this other stuff. So uh, it's all very interesting. But I wonder, why is all this stuff still prevalent in the news? Why is it every day? We're obsessed with the Nazis, we are, at least in America, and I, I find that, and obviously I'm, I'm living in Europe now, so it's a little different, um, but hardly a day goes by without a television program or a newspaper article about them. Uh, you've got movies featuring them. They're, they're just cranked out of Hollywood. You know what we had in Glorious Bastards. Quentin Tarantino film. Um, you had the pianist, Roman Polanski. They're out there. They're out there in, in full force. And I don't understand why they're out there in such numbers that they are. Um, I had an email from someone or a tweet from someone saying that's because, you know, the Jews run Hollywood and they control all the TV and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they don't want you to ever forget. So, um, I can almost guarantee you that if you turn on your TV right now, go to your TV. Here's the TV challenge <laughs> for the week. There's never a TV challenge. But anyway, you go to your TV, you turn it on if you've got cable, um, and I can almost guarantee you that if you have National Geographic's channel or the History channel, that right now there's a Nazi program on or one that's due to come on within the next couple hours. So... No other glo uh, global mass murder has been placed in such regard with historians or, you know, even the media for that matter. You know, you, you never see, well, I never see, 
doesn't mean that they somebody's not seeing it, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> but you never see like slavery documentaries on TV every day, you know, unless maybe it's Black History Month. <laughs> so February, you might get that. But why isn't the Harriet Tubman story ever on TV? Is there even a Harriet Tubman story? I don't think there is. Or, or the Marcus Garvey story, something like that. Malcolm X, even Martin Luther King, any people that you know, none of this stuff is on TV every day. It just isn't. Um, you know, yet there, there's been atrocities such as this, this genocide taking place all around the world for centuries now, for centuries. This, this has been taking place. And um, we don't hear about it, at least not every day. You might, you might catch a, a special documentary or whatever the case may be on some of these issues, but you don't see it on TV every day. And you don't see people running around trying to emulate Pol Pot. <laughs> or, you know, Stalin. So across Europe, political protest is, you know, is, is some deprived or in, or in some deprived or uh, crisis-ridden area seems, you know, it, it seems to be increasingly to be taking on like this neo-Nazi type characteristics, whether it's, you know, the Golden Dawn movement, which that's in Greece, um, and, it, you know, it's got this swastika-like logo and it's penchant for violence or the anti-Semitic thugs of Az Az Azov Battalion fighting in eastern Ukraine under a banner that looks even more like a swastika than the Greek one. <laughs> Nazism's appeal, it seems, lives on in some sections of the anti-immigrant and anti-Semitic far right. You know, such groups, they, they'll deny it. They will because that's just what you're supposed to do, right? Because no one wants to be uh, outwardly aligned with Adolf Hitler and the Nazis. But, you know, they, they, you know, they did not stop, you know, with, with this movement. They just haven't. You know, so like I said, they'll deny having anything to do with Nazism. Um, but, you know, that didn't keep the founder of the Islamophobic demonstrations of the Pagia movement in Eastern Germany... Um, the guy's name, uh, Lutz, um, Lutz Bachmann, I believe it was. Lutz Bachmann, um, he, he had himself photographed as Hitler <laughs> with the toothbrush mustache and, you know, the, the black hair across his brow, all that. His gestures um, ended up costing him his leadership, you know, um, but it points to a vital factor in the powerful hold of, you know, memories of Nazism within our culture. I think um, Hitler fascinates us, not least because he appears in retrospect as the ultimate embodiment of evil. I mean, like I said, Stalin, he murdered millions in the name of what he saw as social progress. Pol Pot commanded an auto-genocide in Cambodia to eradicate all traces of the modern world. You know, then you have things like, you know, young Turks of the late Ottoman Empire massacred more than a million Armenians. And you have Rwanda, you know, um, the, the, was it the Hutus? They beat, shot, and stabbed to death a million of their ethnic rivals. So it, it happens. It's happened, it's been happening, and it's going on. So, but only Hitler deliberately exterminated millions of people solely because of their race. Only Hitler used 
specially constructed gas chambers for this purpose and had the victim's bodies systematically exploited for economic purposes. <laughs> That's insanity. That's absolutely insanity. So marriage was only allowed to be uh, racially approved, you know. You have to be armed with their so-called certificates of Aryan ancestries or ancestry, you know, to be married in, in Nazi Germany. So let's, let's discuss this for a second, right? Did Hitler himself really have Jewish blood? <laughs> One of the Nazi party's most closely guarded secrets is he was unable to prove the opposite. Hitler didn't know who his father's father was. And according to Nazi law, Hitler, Hitler didn't even meet the so-called protection of the blood criteria, which was imposed on all the other Germans. So, you know, to, to avoid persecution, you must be able to prove that none of your four grandparents have Jewish blood. Hitler couldn't even do that. So it's crazy stuff. So this whole notion of of being an Aryan, this, this, this purity thing that they've got going on. So we need to have a, have a, a look at Aryan, don't we really? <laughs> brief look, brief look, nothing totally in depth because um, as my understanding of it is Aryan, um, it's an Iran is, is um, the, is, is, is Aryan means Aryan. Aryan kingdom or kingdom of the Aryan or something like that. Um, the source of the English word Aryan comes from Sanskrit word for Arya, uh, which is the uh, self-designation used by the Vedic Indic people who migrated into the Indian subcontinent about uh, 1500 BCE. So uh, these people were not white. <laughs> they are at least certainly they didn't have blonde hair and blue eyes. So um, yeah, that's just another stolen concept or ideology by the Nazis, so um, I don't understand that. But anyway, it's irrelevant whether or not I understand it, but it's, it's just like Mussolini's uniforms. And Mussolini, obviously, was, was Italian dictator. Um, they, they took the uniforms from Mussolini. They had those uniforms first. Um, even his raised hand salute, you know, uh, more, more popularly known as this Heil Hitler salute was uh, stolen from Mussolini. <laughs> he already did that. That was already done. So um, as well as the well-known, of course, swastika, which had been around long, long before Hitler, you know, was even a twinkle in the eye of two family members that decided to get married and have kids. Um, yes, Hitler's mother was his father's cousin, as I understand it. So yeah, whatever. So um, so many things are not known about this time in history. Some There's a show now, I think, called Chasing Hitler or Finding Hitler or something like that. Another, another one of these Discovery Channel National Geographic shows. Um, apparently, people uh, or there is uh, a group of people out there that believe Hitler was not killed or did not kill himself during World War II in the bunker with Eva Braun. Um, he did not die in Germany, yet had a little escape plan, which would make perfect sense, wouldn't it? Because he had to have at least known he wasn't stupid. He knew 
that he at some point might fall um, and he had to have a contingency plan in place to get the hell out of there. So um, I was I was reading where people think that they had found him. The FBI had found Hitler and there were various pictures and all other things. It was, you know, I'm very much into my conspiracies and cover-ups and things like that. And they found this guy in Argentina. Apparently, he had been living in Argentina for some time. And they, they said he, this guy looked like him. The, the CIA or the FBI, one of the two, probably CIA would make more sense. Um, they had photographs, all kinds of stuff of this guy. And they just never pursued him. And he died in Argentina uh, some time ago. Um, but, you know, there's, there's things that I wouldn't be surprised that are, that are covered up. Um, you know, we brought a lot of their scientists over to the United States to get NASA going. So, uh, yeah, and they were given immunity. They, they weren't, per, weren't prosecuted for their war crimes or anything. There's their scientists. They... You know, we didn't want them working against us, so to speak. So if you can't beat them, join them. We got them to join us. So, How about, like, some of these shirts that are uh, clothes or whatever that some of us might be wearing or the cars that we're driving all helped support the Nazi party? I didn't know this until literally two days ago. And I own some of these shirts. Hugo Boss. Wow. <laughs> Hugo Boss... Uh, was was a German um, clothes manufacturer. He promoted in his ad campaigns that his company manufactured the black SS uniforms. Hugo Boss, you guys. I had no idea, and I own these shirts. I spent money into this. And, you know, they, they, they even did the shirts for the Hitler Youth, you know. Hugo Boss himself was a member of the Nazi party. <laughs> Wow. You know, they, they, they had to have sympathizers to come forward and help them out. This is, this is a very costly endeavor, you know, due to the number of people that needed uniforms and the number of uniforms each would receive. So, yeah, this is good for them, right? There were over something like 100,000 members of the party at this time, pre-war. It's a lot of uniforms. <laughs> um, yeah. Your car that you're driving right now, p p perhaps, potentially. Um, where did this money come from? Like I said, the money came from rich sympathizers like Steel Magnet, Tyson, T-H-Y-S-S-E-N, Tyson. Now, you recognize the insignia if you see it. Um, you know, his steel plants forged new guns, and they also included none other, none other than... Henry Ford, you guys, I'm from Detroit. Henry Ford, who at the time was the world's largest car manufacturer. <laughs> he was an anti-Semite, Henry Ford. He strongly supported the Nazis. He was the first foreigner to be decorated by the Nazis with the Order of the German Eagle. Wow. Henry Ford, you guys still buy them damn Ford cars too, man. That is insanity. <laughs> I know a lot of people can say, well, that's not what Ford is about now. And that's, you know, Hugo Boss isn't about that now. And 
you know, Planned Parenthood, for example. She, Margaret Sanger, she was a, a Nazi sympathizer. She was a eugenicist. She was all about cleansing it up. That's why, that's why Planned Parenthood came to light because they wanted to eliminate black children from the earth. Let's just make it so that they can make it easier to kill them, right? So then when Hillary Clinton was saying, Margaret Sanger was a hero of mine, people lost their mind. <laughs> but then people are saying, well, Planned Parenthood isn't about that now. So Ford isn't about that now. Hugo Boss Company isn't about that now. So these companies were founded and structured off of racism, Nazism. That's crazy. So only in Germany did the eclectic hodgepodge of European ideas that formed the ideology of national socialism rise, triumph, and put itself into practice. You know, and the and the genocide it it, it had it had inspired was different from other genocides. You know, like for Hitler, the, the Jews were not merely subhumans to be eliminated in the interest of an allegedly superior race. They were the world enemy of the these so-called Aryans, endowed with the most superhuman qualities and to be hunted down and ritually humil humiliated wherever they were found before they were killed without exception. So that is why modern neo-Nazis find it so important to deny the atrocities of Auschwitz and that this is the reason above all others why the Nazis linger so powerfully and persistently in our collective memories. So that's Word of the Week podcast for this week, you guys. Not something that I would normally go in on, but I just felt it necessary this week. There's so much of it going on and I'm getting so much stuff sent to me about it. I just figured that I, this was the week. <laughs> this was the week to have a talk about this topic. And go check your TV right now, you guys. TV challenge. See if, if there's something to do with, with the Nazis or finding Hitler or something like that on your television today and tomorrow. Have a happy, well, ironically, it's Memorial Day weekend, you guys. So, um... If you're getting together with family or you're going to go pay tribute to fallen heroes, fallen family members. Um, I always hate to say that this is like a holiday. Holiday to me means fun and good times, family getting together. I don't like to think of it as death. Same as when, when someone dies. Well, this is the, the three-year anniversary of someone's death. The anniversary seems like such a, it's, it's, it's a pleasant time. It's weddings. It's whatever. Um, and it's actually, on a lighter note, let's end on something nice. <laughs> it's National Wine Day today. So that's another good thing about today. It's National Wine Day. So congratulations to all you wine drinkers. They said something to the effect of the average uh, bottle of wine purchased is something like 6 to $8. You guys need to up your wine game. That's cheap. No, I'm just kidding. I just bought two bottles of wine today. Delicious Pinot Noir five pounds a piece and it is amazingly delicious so the cost doesn't always matter as long as you're enjoying it that's what's up so thanks for tuning in you guys but don't forget to go over to itunes if you're listening to us on itunes anyway please subscribe it's good to know when the shows come out and it's good to know who's out there listening leave us a comment we will start videoing the shows next week because people have been saying we want to see your face i don't know why <laughs> but 
I'll put it back up. Um, normally, like I said, we don't really focus much uh, attention on the quality of the video. I'll put the cameras up here and there, and you know, it's more about content for me. Um, if you're on Podbean and you're listening to us on Podbean, please subscribe, give us a thumbs up, share the shows if you like the shows. Um, and always, you can head over to v3tv.uk. You can subscribe to the newsletter. That way, you'll know when new shows come up. Um, we'll also put these shows, as well as the Vaughn Joseph show, up on joseph.com, J-O-H-S-E-P-H.com. That site's under construction right now. But when it's back up, come next week. Subscribe, subscribe. Thanks for your support, you guys. If you guys want to send us any show topics or ideas, um, like for other shows that we do, like Six Sad Society or anything like that, Thoughts from LA to the UK, you can email us at info at v3tv.uk. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week. Well, actually, literally, you'll see us next week, or me anyway, on Word of the Week podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I am Von Joseph, and we will speak to you next week. Thanks for listening. Peace.